This episode is sponsored by Develop with Tim. You guys looking for a speaker to come and talk about finances to your organization, school, business, nonprofit, after school program? We got it. If you guys are looking for some financial literacy books, we got it. And if you guys are just wanting to have a one-on-one or just want to reach out for a couple questions, we got you covered. Click the link that's in the description or visit developwithtim.com and let us go ahead and take care of you. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast, where I interview guests that's going to educate you all on how to win in either business, finance, or self-development. And today, y'all, I got a dope, dope character, dope soul, dope overall person that I met, and I just want to introduce her to y'all. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I'll be hyping up my guests all the time. I got to let y'all hype up y'all self. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How are you doing? I am so excited to be a part of the Win Web podcast. I love the name, bro. It's so dope. And I cannot wait to Appreciate see it. you succeed in everything that you're doing. Um, your vibe was amazing when I met you. So keep going. But my name is Sequoia, and I am the owner of 1474 Art, Inc. Gallery and Elite Lounge located in Akron, Ohio. There you go. <laughs> okay. So oh, you got a, a art gallery. What what is what is that like? Um, it's amazing. Um, I've had it for about five, six months now. Um, I was selling art online, so I have an online art gallery as well. Then I, everybody just was like, you know, get a space, get a space. And I was like, ah. But I just finally did it. Um, it's amazing, it's a great feeling. Art is like my passion. I love being surrounded by it. So it's like home. It's really fun. Okay. Now, when you, so you're saying it is your passion. So you're you're actually an artist as well. Yes. Oh, so you didn't tell me all of that. Y'all learn, y'all learn this. I learn. <laughs> so, I'm, low key, I'm low key with the art. You know what I'm saying? I design my okay. whole gallery space. Um, I do a lot of a lot of the stuff that is in there artistically and creatively was created by myself. And then oh. um, I manage 15 other visual artists. Oh my god! All right, hold on. So, <laughs> have the art gallery. You are an artist, and you manage fifteen artists. So we're gonna have to rewind back a little bit. How did you <laughs> okay. get started? How how did you get started in your art journey? Just um, realizing that the nine to five wasn't for me. I had like great opportunities, great jobs, um, mm-hmm. so many positions uh, that were just amazing. But I, I, it just didn't make me happy. It didn't fulfill me. Um, and then I would take on my free times, I would just go to museums and galleries. A lot of my friends were very creative. Um, my background is actually in sales and marketing. So that's kind of where it came to like, hmm, how can I help these artists? And then I had to realize what I'm good at. At the time, I didn't um, call myself an artist so much. I was really into fashion and all that kind of stuff, everything other creative um raised so i don't know it just kind of came about and then i was like start helping all my friends that were kind of artists i start selling art and i'm like this is a thing i think so start right. researching it <laughs> i started researching it and i was like you know what i think i can do this start doing it and i was like yeah i'm not going back to work i'm not doing that right. i'm just gonna make this work somehow and um I, it just kind of went from there so okay 
I've been getting a common theme with my guests, right? A lot of them, a lot of you guys, have, like, you are entrepreneurs now, or you are having, like, your own businesses now, but it wasn't anything that was stemmed from, like, oh, I'm five years old and I want to be an entrepreneur. So that's kind of, like, mind-blowing. <clears throat> so I guess my next question would be, oh, go ahead, my bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. So my next question would be, like, what was that trans like? I, hold on, let me see how to word it. So, what was that transition like for you? Because you didn't have, or you wasn't like really looking to be an entrepreneur at the time. Right. You were just unfulfilled at work, and then you were looking at other things that you that align with your values and things that you like to do. So, what was it like transitioning from that works like the nine to five life to entrepreneur life? Yeah. Great. Well said. You did that. <laughs> it was um, it was a transition. And I always tell um, I mentor a lot of entrepreneurs as well. Mm-hmm. It was a tough transition because you have no clue what you're getting yourself into. And I think to, to answer your question, the reason why things don't align with, you know, I wanted to do this since I was six years old. And then so I follow my path is because our culture, I don't think. Um, was necessarily educated on the things that we have now and the resources that we have now as a child. You know what I'm saying? I feel like what we looked up to um, as children were like models, basketball players and stuff like that. And we didn't really know the entrepreneur aspect of what we were looking up to. As adults, you're like, oh, okay, not only do I need to, you know, I can't just quit my job without knowing the ins and outs of whatever I'm about to get into, and nor can you just quit your job and just lay around and life's great. So you have, you're right. kind of almost forced to know and reprogram your brain on what you didn't know in the past. So I don't think a lot of um, us in our culture were had that opportunity as um, young children to be able to know, like, this is what I want to do. Um, so yeah, so it, the transition is definitely <clears throat> crazy. Uh, I'm still adjusting because uh, <laughs> I got like a go-getter mindset. Like there's no way in right. heck that I'm not going to accomplish something that I want to accomplish. So by any means, I got to figure it out. So if that means taking courses, if that means going to different programs, if that means going to networking events, asking questions when you don't want to ask them, you have to learn whatever it is that is going to, um, educate you and take you further in your business. So it's you, it's kind of like a, you don't have a choice type of um, right. thing when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, I don't think you uh, just transition smoothly. If anybody does, then that's amazing that, you know, big I'll ups to you. them. <laughs> but the transition, the transition is crazy and you gotta be kind of built for it because it's, it's not smooth at all. And I understand that a hundred percent because when I transitioned from full-time work to full-time entrepreneur, it's like, I got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) You like, hell. (laughs) Right. And it's like, all my bad habits were exposed and I'm like, what the world, you know? And like to say what you just said, as far as investing in yourself, getting around those like-minded individuals, that's game changing. It's game changing because you you realize like I was missing this for like half my life, you know, like how right. you kind of always think I would have been so much further had I known this information back then. But it's great that we know it now and, you know, we're taking those steps. For sure. Now, 
another obstacle I could just tell you had to overcome because you a woman, an African American woman at that. So what was what kind of support did you get from like your family and your friends? Like was it a high level or was it more so like, oh, they didn't really understand it? Right. So this oh, this is a good one. So since I've had my business since 2018, um, I've been into the arts forever. Um, I was the only one around that I knew that was kind of into into art. People didn't even know what the heck art was. I was like, oh, why are you at a museum? What are you doing there? Like, let's go to the bar. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it was kind of like, it really took, it really, I have a great support system, by the way. My parents are very supportive. My friends are kind of like, well, she gonna do it. We gonna test it out. They had no clue what I was getting into. They didn't know why I was getting into it. Then now all of a sudden they sending me every art picture that you see on Instagram. Like, look, friend, you like this? Oh, look, this art, random art, 24 seven. I'm like, look at them catching on. Um, so everybody like truly my, well, my support system has been amazing. So I don't have that story of not having that support. Um, but since I'm in my own lane, I've always, I have to feed myself because, um, I'm kind of mm -hmm. the leader in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like they're support, they'll support me when I come up with whatever I come up with that needs to be supported. But in order for me to keep, um, moving in the right direction of what I'm doing, since it's so personal, I have to always kind of look for, um, different avenues to feed me, to keep me going in the right direction. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. I, I really don't hear a lot of people saying how strong the support system is, mm -hmm. but it is possible to have a good support system. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you said, for those people who don't have to get hit by my Tyson once they transition <laughs> from that nine to five life to the entrepreneurship life, I'm, I salute them too because I think that's what it that's what it should be like. You know, absolutely. We shouldn't always have to struggle and. A huge thing I want to overcome or I want people to overcome is glorifying the struggle. Yeah, because, for sure. You know, that's not cool at all. We, I remember when I was in college, I worked three jobs and I just thought that was cool. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, so, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. A lot of my posts on my social media, I'm always like, yeah, I got beat down today. This was a tough week. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Like, I have no clue how those IG models, they just look good 24-7. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm in jogging pants and a hoodie right now. Like, <laughs> you're not going to get to dress up Sequoia to Friday. <laughs> this is <this laughs> <been> hard. <laughs> I'm like, how do they pull this off? Because this this entrepreneur stuff, ain't, it ain't pretty for real. So right. I don't know. Then everybody expects you to be a certain type of way 24-7. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to just pop out. When I want to, <laughs> it's hard. So <laughs> I feel that. So whenever you are feeling down and you let your audience know, like, listen, y'all, today's been a tough day. What what does that authenticity feels like to you, and what do you think your audience take back from seeing you being real and raw? They love it. They love it. And one thing about myself is I'm just me, like. I said, when I'm Ooh. this person, I'm going to be me no matter what. Like, yes, I own an art gallery, but I will go to the bar and twerk at the same time. But then I will also <laughs> I will also be at a board meeting handling and doing what I need to do. So I'm always going to show the um, chameleon of myself because that's who I am. It gets me in every door that I need open. So 
I'm always, um, my, my number one rule is just staying true to myself. And the people that actually know me already expect that. Those who don't are like, wow, she said that. I didn't know she was like that. Dang, that's what's up, girl. And like, I get a lot of comments and people tell me like, you're so inspiring. And I'm like, me? I'm just regular. <laughs> I'm just doing what I, I just was pouring out my heart at the moment, you know? So people started telling me like, you need to do more of that. Like, this is what, because people don't see it, I guess, or or know that about you. So I've been doing so because I'm realizing that a lot of the social media world is all dressed up in sugar and snowflakes. Mm -hmm. And it's really not like that in real life. So I try to be as real as possible to uh, for those that want to see that and don't. I don't like to people think like, oh, she's bougie and dressed up, made up. Like I can be, but I'm really real at the end of the day. <laughs> so Ooh. it's just important. For me to do that and um, reach certain people who need to hear that as well. I love that too because not only are you handling your business, but you're able to be you and live your yeah. truth. And I think that's something like a lot of people fail to do. They, like you said, they they look at these IG models or they look at these influencers and say, "Oh, their life is so perfect." Yeah, and like you said, expect for them to be X, Y, Z. So. For you just to be out here living your truth and keeping it real, raw, yeah, that's that's influ that's influential to me. Thank you, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, because oh yeah, because yeah, you're not putting up a facade. You're not saying, oh, I'm only this. <laughs> oh yeah, keep doing it though. Keep doing it because again, you never know who you're gonna you know impact by doing that. For sure. and I'm pretty sure you changed some lives already indirectly. Thank you for sure. Thank you so much. No problem. No problem. Now, this is gonna lead to my probably more of a challenging question. Now, okay. do you feel you living your truth and being raw has hindered some possible business opportunities at all? Um, I wouldn't say I don't feel like they've hindered any um, mm -hmm. business opportunities at all. It has. Yeah, I don't think it's hindered anything. It's opened up what it ha not business opportunities but it has um opened up to um a particular audience that when you reach a certain level of what people call success you know to as entrepreneurs we're never really where we want to be so um, right. when certain people see you doing stuff that kind of looks impossible it um and then when you're being your authentic self people can antagonize that people can see that as I don't know, a weakness to your vulnerability. People can use that against you. So it kind of opens that door. But as far as opportunity, no, absolutely not. Because um, like I said, once I'm in that room or given the opportunity, I'm on go. <laughs> so, so, and then I also believe if it's not for me, it's not for me. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take what's next. So I don't think that um, any doors haven't been open to, where I am and to who I am just as of yet. It just means I need to keep going to get to where I'm trying to go. Right. And the reason I asked that question is because, like I said before, a lot of people are scared to live their truth and yeah. they feel like, oh, if I'm being myself, then they're not going to accept me for who I am. And then they yeah. will put up that shield. And then, for sure. yeah, and that will lead to that depression, that anxiety and all of those things, because you're trying to live up to something that you're really not, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so, big on, I'm big on happiness. So if I'm not happy, right. <laughs> I'm not right. <laughs> you know, if it I'm don't feel you, good yeah. to me, I'm off. 
and I can't be off. You don't have time to be off as an entrepreneur. You always got to be your, your true self. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have those times where you feel off, but at the end of the day, you got to keep rocking. You got to keep going. So it's kind of like a mental thing. And if you have that under control, I feel like you got, you're good. Looking for something new to add to your closet, looking for another brand to support, or you just see like your spouse, partner, friend, someone out here walking around with the same old stuff and you're just tired of seeing it and you want to get them a new piece of clothing, go visit my friends at talevaclothing.com, T-U-L-E-V-A-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G.com and use the code DEVELOPWITHTIM and all the way up until July 1st, 2022, you can save 25% off your whole purchase. All right, y'all, back to the episode. Okay, I love that. Yeah, y'all, y'all hear it right. Make sure everything <laughs> aligns your values. Absolutely, your truth. Again, don't accept anything that's like if they say, "Oh, well, you have to do this or you have to be that." If that's not you, then don't do it because it's plenty, plenty opportunity. It's plenty of opportunity. Absolutely. So yeah. Now I'm about to hop over to your managing fifteen artists. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the challenging part of all of that? Okay, so it's not actually challenging currently, but it has been challenging. Um, The good thing is a lot of my artists, um, and these are all visual artists, by the way, are like, we have good relationships. Just like how you came on the podcast and you said, this is the vibe, this is the tone. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing I do with my artists. I'm like, yo, I might cuss every now and then. You might not hear me in my professional manner, but it's for the best. It's what you need. Um, you know, I might ask you some uncomfortable questions, but this is what it is, you know? Right. And they're like, oh, shoot. Okay, cool. Like, da, da, da. And they kind of go with the flow. And I'm big on, like I told you, I'm big on vibes and energy. So at the end of the day, I know when I can't work with someone. Like, you, I feel like you instantly know. So there's no point of trying to keep moving forward. It's kind of like, yeah, no, unfortunately, that's not going to work. Have a great day. Um, but then you like, what? This is dope. I think I, I think you'll understand me. I understand you. Honestly, that's what I choose before I choose if I like their art or not, or if their art mm. is sellable or marketable. So I kind of go off the person because if the person is... Um, what's the word? If the person is able to be trained and to listen, then you can critique their work and they're able to evolve in that manner as well. Then having somebody that's horrible energy, poor attitude, wonderful art that I just can't do nothing with. Like you, you got it all under control, big dog. You go ahead and sell your own work. So (laughs) I kind of go off of the vibes and every person's work that is in my gallery they can call me for anything. We talk on a regular, um, even on an emotional aspect. I'm also a life coach. So I kind of help in in multiple different avenues. So one artist might say, um, like, no, she doesn't, she hasn't sold any of my art, but she got me through some deep moments or she motivated mm-hmm. me right before yeah, I went on yeah. stage or da 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 da. And the other person might be like, yeah, you know, we don't get that deep, but she just sell my stuff. It's all customized to what each of my artists need. So when I say manage, it's kind of like it's all over the place. That's like the hardest question because we're like, what are, exactly do you do? I'm like, whatever my artists need, like whatever they say, right. this is what I need you to do at the moment, rather it be social media. Um, marketing, going to events, making phone calls, emails, selling work, not selling work, just anything. So it's it's a lot 
but it's really not because it's like my natural duties. It's just like oh, what I would do for my friends or what I would do for the people that I'm around anyway. I think I, I answered that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, even though you said it's not as challenging, that's still, that's because of who you are. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's like you have the motherly nature and regardless, like you said, if someone is uncoachable, then it's hard for you to even deal with them. So Absolutely. you don't even want them. But they're coachable. You take them up under your their up under your wing, help them elevate to that next level. And even if the art isn't selling itself, you have to know with that self-development aspect, which is going to gain them more confidence and they get to be them best their best uh, selves. Absolutely. And create better art. Yeah. I love that. Sure. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Oh my goodness. Now, <laughs> ooh, life coaching. I might need some of that. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so now how often do you do that or how much of your time is consumed with life coaching so it's kind of like it goes hand in hand mm -hmm. um again that's one of those things that kind of i just like one day i just sat down and i was like okay I, I got this art thing down this is what i love to do i need to find some other stuff that i'm into and everybody was like you know, you answer your phone 24 seven for almost anything. Like we call you with the most dumbest stuff ever. Or I'm talking about my friends think I'm a doctor, I'm a sidekick, I'm a chef. And they were all like, you get people under control. Like you need to figure out how to do this. And I'm like, you know, when you think of life coach, you think of those cheesy people that's like just cheesy on <laughs> social media <laughs> all the time. And you're like, <laughs> So yeah. I actually just like looked up some courses and um, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I actually do like this. This is an interest of me. It kind of learns people's um, habits, um, their energy, uh, different things mentally, how people move. So you can pick up on the type of person they are and their uh, personality. And then you can actually approach them better once you figure out um, their habits every human picks right. up certain habits that make them who they are so that was kind of like oh shoot i already think i know it anyway so if i just take these courses now i'm really can say oh yeah i'm a certified life coach i can help you in this aspect oh, yeah. why not so right. i kind of just throw that in with my artists and then um it's my life coach company is called the confidence queen and so i also have a instagram handle for that as well and it's kind of just um me teaching people how important confidence is in every individual like um confidence is kind of just you knowing from the beginning that you can and you are whatever it is that you're putting into your mind and right. with that confidence you feel better at waking up you feel better at going into that interview you feel better going into that relationship you feel better approaching that person you feel better in every aspect with having that confidence within yourself. So I, I, that's my number one thing. Um, that's my niche between me and other life coaches. Um, I just help you to get that confidence that you need to kind of go do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Once you have that, I feel like it makes it more possible for you to do and accomplish more things. Right. Now, to piggyback off of all of that, what, what problem or I guess, what 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 consistent theme you see over and over and over with the people who you are coaching or who you are or who you take on as like life coaching clients? A lack a lack of confidence and self-doubt. Um mm. and it was kind of something that I picked up 
I picked up on that very young. Um, my mom and dad was like my cheerleaders through life. So I didn't even know that like people don't have confidence. I was like, what? What's wrong with you? Like, because <laughs> right, I always right. had it. So I started realizing like, geez, I'm a mom as well. So I have a daughter and I'm just like, I need her to feel exactly how I feel now at this age where she's right, at right, so right. she can take that on just the same because um, that lack of confidence turns into depression and uh, mental health issues and suicide mm-hmm. and so many things, just not believing in yourself or doubting yourself for at least a few seconds where if you didn't have that doubt, what could have been done and how things could have changed. So that's the most common thing that I actually deal with, which is why I made that something that I specialize in because it's in everybody. As, as confident as I am, I have that moment where I'm like, Ugh, but I have the mental strength to be able to snap out of it. Not everybody does. So that's the that's the biggest thing. And it's just like I, people don't realize how important that is. And I try to just spread that because there's a difference between confident and cocky. I'm far from cocky. I'm just <laughs> normal as heck, yeah, but yeah. very confident in everything that I do and what I believe in. And then if you my friend, I'm, I'm more confident in you than you are. So it's like... Uh-huh. I just want to spread that and I try to spread that to make everybody feel the same feeling that I have. So with confidence and self-doubt being the biggest like areas where people are struggling in, you got to give us a free game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. What, what's a couple of things or I guess like a couple of tactics that you tell your clients that could help them in you know, boosting that confidence or mm-hmm. overcoming some of that self-doubt. You don't have to tell us everything. Just like a yeah. couple, couple tips. For sure. So my number one, my number one thing is having um, faith in something. Whatever it is that you believe in, um, make sure that you're <laughs> constantly feeding your soul with whatever that is. Um, because we all need something to look forward to, something to kind of give you that backup encouragement and that's that's why faith was created or your beliefs and right. whatsoever um so that's the number one have something to believe in i don't care what it is just believe in it <laughs> and then um i always also say when you come to a big situation a tough time a, a, a difficult time in life always think back to what is the the scariest or most craziest or most or worst thing that ever happened to you so once you got that in your head it got to be bigger than whatever you're going through right now at this moment. So you already mm. made it through that. So right, what are you worried right. about this for? Like, we're just knock it out. What's the worst thing that can happen? I always explain to people, like, when you used to, I don't know if you can relate, but when you used to have a job and you did something wrong and you get called to management, you really used to feel like walking to that office was like do or die. Like, your heart anxiety yep. is crazy. Yep. Like, ah! Well, really, you like, why am I even feeling like this, bro? Like, this is a job. Like, I can really just go replace this job. Like, life is not over. Rather, this man right, right. say whatever they say or not. Like, you're not, it's not over. So it's kind of like once you mind trick yourself out of those common feelings that we have as humans, once you learn to trick your thoughts, you you unstoppable. Mm. You're like, so okay. those are my, those are my things, like. Right when you feel that feeling coming on, that little inkling, that's like, ugh, you just got to come up with those things that are going to reverse how you feel. And you got to be able to be quick with it. So the um, 
So what's the worst thing that can happen? That phrase and that statement really means like really what was the worst thing that can happen? Like if you already been through hell and back, this little situation that you're stressing about, you already got over the first hardest obstacle. So knock it out, keep going. And you can't let stuff stop you. Like if you get stopped and mm -hmm. sidetracked with every down moment in life, you're gonna, you're, all you're doing is taking away that time and where you could be. So mm -hmm. That's deep. there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's what I got. Deep. I feel yeah. <laughs> it's about to be funny, but I feel like so many people, they, they lie to everybody and they even lie to themselves, but tell mm -hmm. them a positive lie. I mean, like not even a positive lie, but like you said, just yourself to make yourself overcome some of those things that you're afraid of or some of those Absolutely. tough times that you're going through. Yeah, like, like you tell said, tell you lie to of, yourself. Yeah. Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's kind of like like you said, like a positive lie or a circumstantial situation that can get you through it, like a trick. You know what I'm saying? You're just kind of tricking yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so y'all go ahead and lie to yourselves. If y'all lie to everybody else, you know. <laughs> okay. Y'all want them to believe your lie? <laughs> you gotta believe your own sometimes. Like I will yeah. overcome this. Absolutely. You might not know how, but you will. You will for so, sure. So, so now, Sequoia. Um, sorry, the question I had to slip my mind, but I'm gonna say, why do you feel, or what what do you feel is like the cause of a lot of people, especially in our culture, not talking about those mental health issues and um that lack of confidence and self-doubt what do you think triggers all of that mm, um, it plays a factor ooh, it's a lot uh yeah <laughs> it's so much because i can get so deep with top this. three um, top three top three i feel like your upbringing um mm -hmm. you know what was instilled in yourself kind of like whatever however whatever you witnessed growing up that's kind of the things that we take and it's not always a, a parental fault a parent right, right, right. you know what i'm saying people kind of be like oh my mom and dad didn't actually it was your environment as well we as mm -hmm. kids you catch on to everything that's around you so your parents could be doing what they knew to do it's not doesn't mean that they were wrong in how they did what they did um right. and a lot of just your surroundings and your environment your friends that you surrounded yourself with the shows that you watched a lot of different things did not feed that to us, especially in our culture, um, number one. And then number two, just, I think it's just really like, I, I'll stick with that. I just think it's more so just what you were surrounded by and what you were influenced by. And you, we didn't, we didn't also didn't know too much about mental health, you know, and, and, a cultural right, right. thing they kind of just brushed it under the rug oh he's sick or you crazy you you calm down you acting up like um so all, i don't think all of those things were addressed in that time frame mm -hmm. um how they are now so i think that where we are now we have the opportunity we have the tools we have the um resources and the knowledge to change things and i feel like as long as we educate ourselves in all of those things you know we have the opportunity to be amazing i feel that because like you said the environment really do shape who you are mm -hmm. what you again what you're supposed to is basically what you become and it's like you can't necessarily i mean it is possible to overcome it um mm -hmm. but again lack of exposure really hinders yeah. a lot of the growth absolutely you know if you're a shark in a fish tank they say the shark is only going to grow the size of that fish tank Right, so right. Just shark in the ocean. He's gonna grow as big as he can. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure y'all shift them environments. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's like a lot of people. Where are you from? I don't think I asked. I'm from South Carolina. Okay, I can hear it. <laughs> I'm a big South Carolina, you know. <laughs> so, you know, normally when you're from like your home city, you always got that one friend or them couple people that never been outside of there. Yeah. You know, like, I ain't never left. I don't need to leave. Duh, duh, duh. You just kind of right. like, you missing so much. <laughs> like, bro, like, this is fine, but you got to expand. You got to explore. You got to leave outside of your environment to know that there's more. And then that changes your mental perspective and how you see things as well. So it's very important to kind of step outside of what you what you need. Prime example, as an entrepreneur, when you decided, when we decided, like, this is the path that we want to take, regardless of if we have great friends and family, we can't always go to our great friends and family to feed what we need to get to where we be. So we have to step outside mm -hmm. of that. Okay. Same thing. So it's kind of like you got to keep stepping outside because you never know what you're going to get if you don't. So same thing I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing i stepped outside my comfort zone i went to ohio in the middle of the winter oh my god yes. i know you i know you was freezing <laughs> freezing like about 15 degrees man i never my, missed that so much <laughs> my friend stays in i don't know she stays in charlotte is that south or north um so charlotte is i live in greenville south carolina so charlotte's like an hour and a half from me okay yeah so, she's staying in charlotte i just was there for my birthday yeah, okay, so you see how it was it? Yeah, yeah. But it, it snowed on our my birthday down there. In Charlotte, it was snow. I, and they blamed me. Right. <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah, it's crazy. In in January we had some snow too. And it's like yeah. once it snows down south, everything is closed. Everything is closed. I didn't think I was gonna get everything. back home. <laughs> right. They say no. But up yeah. there, man, like I said, 15 degrees, snoring like a rainstorm. Man, and it was crazy like, that night, too. <laughs> I, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> it was it was bad that night. I remember. But yeah. Welcome to Ohio. But, <laughs> no, I'm terrible. But I mean, it's okay, though. I mean, I feel like during the warmer seasons, y'all pretty solid up there. But so, one at a time, Tim is not seeing up north again unless i'm getting paid in advance right and i'm staying there two days max that's <laughs> it <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but... hey what's going on y'all i appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode if you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast visit us on patreon it's next gen ceo n-x-t-g-e-n-c-e-o the link will be in the description for this episode but again, anything you guys can do to, um, you know, support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon, NextGen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Well, let's get back to it. Um, with you going into business, all like, you know, you a woman, you love your career. Um, something that you haven't done before what would you say would either be the biggest loss or the biggest lesson you've learned so far in entrepreneurship hmm. um the biggest lesson is how important um your personal your personal issues and uh like you said something earlier your personal issues and your personal habits will affect your business mm -hmm. issues and your business habits because if you don't have something over here in this lane dang sure ain't gonna have it over here 
So <laughs> you get into this business world and you're like, oh, I got this. I know this. And you're like, mm. but I wasn't that really good with saving and financial stuff before. So I don't know who I thought I was going to just wake up tomorrow and be this financial genius. Yeah, right. uh, so it makes you kind of backtrack and be like, dang, okay, I should probably take some courses on that. I probably need to figure out what this is in order to be uh, really great and knowledgeable in this lane over here in the business aspect. And literally that's all I've been doing. I'm like, um, I took like several business courses. I took um, classes on financial gain and how to gain um, capital and um, just understanding that entire thing. I don't right, feel right. like it was ever taught to me. I don't know if it did. I'm a blonde sometimes, <laughs> or maybe I missed it. But as an entrepreneur, it's like, this is so important. Like, and then when people are educated in that lane, I'm sitting back with my mouth open like, what? Because I know that that's, um, that's something that I lack. Not that I'm not educated in it. It's just not something that I was always taught. So it's kind of newer to me. So um, that's my that's my that's my biggest thing. I'm like, if I, as soon as I get that, I'm gonna be probably gonna be a millionaire next week. I'm gonna call you like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I'm getting there, and I know I'm getting there, but I ain't got it yet. Um, yeah. So I think that was my biggest that was my biggest like weakness and my biggest downfall and lesson with uh, being an entrepreneur is just understanding where what you need to critique and. Uh, do yourself personally to be able to be that person in business as well okay um and before before i started like my podcast and stuff like that i was like assisting people in financial coaching so if it's some things i might can assist you with or like some questions you may have i'll just shoot it over to me if i don't yeah. know the answer right then i'll get the answer and then i'll let you know um, awesome yes I i'll tell you that thank you uh, because yo, you're welcome you're welcome um <clears throat> and then speaking on finances i just have to educate the people real quick 80 percent of businesses fail due to financial issues like a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know how to manage the money and stuff like that and that's a huge number that's huge yeah you know because a lot of people think oh businesses fail because of these people are just they, they didn't work hard enough or their idea wasn't good enough or mm -hmm. this person isn't good enough or, oh, you get into entrepreneurship, you're not going to make it. All of these right. businesses fail. But you know the reason why they fail, and like you said, invest in yourself and educate yourself on it, mm -hmm. then you strengthen you strengthen your chances of, um, you know, being successful. So absolutely. Yeah, I just got to say that. Yeah, now, sure. Speaking on investing in yourself, I mean, you heard you said that twice already. So how critical do you feel that was for your success? Extremely critical, extremely, extremely critical. You have to, um, and, and then when you say invest in yourself, people assume money and find, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's more so just on that education aspect too, because a lot of people get into business and they're sitting at tables or they're getting grants or deals or proposals. And I have no clue of even the business terminology or what's taking place. So it's kind of good to know that. So therefore you're not failing in any situation that somebody might out business you. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting at the table right, and I'm trying right. to say all this stuff and you really don't know what I'm saying, but it's working because you about to sign this contract or when it comes to what you should be making or percentages. And I not only have to know this stuff for my mm -hmm. stuff for myself, I have to know it for my artists that don't know it. So right. Um 
I think it's extremely important to just invest in whatever it is that you feel that you need as a person to better yourself because you're, you're better yourself in business as well. And um, I think that's like the main thing, just, just you have to invest in yourself. But a lot of people don't invest in themselves because a lot of people don't hold, uh, take that accountability as an individual to know or to take responsibility and say, I don't know this. This is, I'm not good at this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know this. I don't understand that. They're just like, I got to make things look good. I got to keep going. And this is what I'm doing. Everybody know me as I got a business. So I got to keep this up. And it's like, your business just closed, bro. So you obviously didn't know something at the end of the day or, right. you know, and it, it's, I think <clears throat> that might be cultural too. Like sometimes just taking accountability and not being afraid to be like, I lack this in this area. It's okay. Because as soon as you say that, somebody sitting right next to you, like you said, oh, I do this on the side so I can help you. Had I not said that, I wouldn't have known. Right. So a lot of people feel, you know, don't take accountability for what it is that they don't know. And they miss out on opportunities trying to be prideful and just saying, I own a business. You can own a business, but if you ain't smart behind it, it's pointless. So, Ooh. If you're not smart behind it, it's pointless. Golly. Yeah, it's, it's you just so, wasting time. And, and that's the reason too why I said like I love the fact that you're so real and raw because I already know like you you don't mind not knowing something because that's not gonna slow you down from trying to learn it. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. again I definitely commend that right there. Thank you. Now, let's say someone is looking to reach out to you for life coaching or they just want to buy some artwork, what would be the best place for them to contact you? So my website is www.1474artinc.com. Um, my Instagram is right there, just underscore Sequoia. Um, you can Google me. <laughs> I, I'm on like every social media handle and it's literally just my name, Sequoia Kendrick or 1474. Um, and those numbers, I don't like, it's very rare. So 1474, you'll find me. How you get that number? So um, 2014 was the year I came up with the idea. And 1974 was the year my brother passed away. So I put them together. I'm big mm. on numbers. And um, I, it just stuck it stuck in my head. And I was like, this, I'm naming it this. I was like, why are you naming it that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to stick with it. So uh, 14 kind of just reminds me every time. Like, you thought of this idea. You came up with this in 2014. It's like a it's like a constant reminder to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I had the idea in 2014. I didn't start it to 2018. Right. And Four it was years. just the lack of um confidence, the the self-doubt, the um not having the resources or the information. And I, you know, I, that gap could have been filled had I just did what I did <laughs> when I did it. So right, right. it's just a reminder and I just it's keeps me going so the name is very significant oh that's deep thank that's you deep. and that's another reason why you probably go so hard as well too well like you said that was a two constant reminders of two pivotal times of, of like your life yeah. and stuff like that so uh, I, I like that i like that thank and you. you said it ends with ink so you're a, you're a corporation yes Ooh, what was that feeling like i gotta be nosy because <laughs> i want to <laughs> I'm 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 gonna start me a corporation as well, but I never <clears throat> excuse me. I actually never talked to anyone that has done it. So 
I guess, what was the fouling like, or um, what would be some tips in that space that you would like to give to me? You know, I tell you, I'm nosy. No, no, you're fine. It's it really wasn't a huge difference. And before I did so, I, you know, when you go to do your little LLC and stuff like that, they they explain the breakdown and everything. So I was really just like, what do I want to do here? Um, and that's that's the that's the confidence in me. I thought big. I thought um, I thought that I'm going to be a corporation. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? This is what right, this right. is what I am going to be, and I'm going to expand in the lane that I'm doing. So I prepared myself big. I also have an LLC. So it's kind of just like either way it goes, I can't fail. So I'm learning the corporation. Mm. I already have my LLC that I use everything and I file everything under. But when I'm ready to expand, I already have this. I'm already building my credit in this lane as well. So I'm able to jump over to my corporation and use that. Ooh. I think now, I think I answered it, your question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You answered, okay. you answered it. Um, and one last question about the corporation side. Is it a C Corp or S Corp? C Corp. C? Mm-hmm. Oh, you 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 big time for real. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> hey, listen, no trying. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. So that's dope. Oh my god. So I learned a lot. I'm about to, yeah, you might be my new best friend. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was really scared though. I, I ain't gonna lie to you because I was like, it just sounds so big and it sounds so crazy. But they like, why not? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? So what I did to save myself was, like I said, I had that LLC as well. So therefore, yeah. like, if I'm not using my corp or doing whatever I need to do, I'm still filing everything in my LLC aspect until I'm prepared in that lane to you know use the corporation how it should use but it's also in the title of my business right and as you said before like when you think big what's the worst that's, that can happen all i'm gonna do is learn yeah. <laughs> right I'm a, if i'm gonna fall i'm gonna get back up <laughs> and listen I, like i tell people too um l comes before w in the alphabet so you might learn, you might, you know, lose, might yeah. get a lesson out of it. But at the end of the day, you keep going forward. You're going to get to that W. You, you definitely Eventually. So, so, yeah. Now, as we wrapping it up, oh, my bad. But as we wrapping it up, what advice would you like to give the audience for them to win? Like something they can take and they can either build off of and go execute and win. Or whether it's like one of your favorite quotes or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this quote that I always see on um, Instagram and stuff like that. And it says, we have the same amount of time as Beyonce. And if if you're a Beyonce fan or you're not a Beyonce fan, I really admire uh, Kanye as well and Jay-Z, all of those people. But anyway, we got the same amount of time that they have. And the same, I'm not going to say uh, mirrored opportunity, but we could have had the same opportunity. So it's like, uh, once you're able to see things happen or witness inspirational moments or anything of that nature, it's in our grasp. Um, you won't know unless you try it. So when people don't go for it, it's like you missing every opportunity that you would have got had you just went for it. So just go for it, no matter what, no matter how scared you are, no matter, what lack of information that you have, just keep going, just go for it. it is go for whatever it is that you're trying to 
um, accomplish and achieve because who knows, you know, you could turn around and be the next Beyonce or Jay-Z or Yeezy. Just do it. Just just go for it. Right. You won't know sitting on the couch trying to figure it out. So, yeah, just, just go for it. Just do it and, you know, learn as you go. All right. Y'all heard it from my new best friend, Sequoia. Go for it. <laughs> You know, dream big, don't be afraid. Um, but again, Sequoia, I definitely appreciate you uh, taking you. the opportunity and taking the time to, you know, hop on my platform and just give my audience some game. We all appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you. Call me whenever you need me, bestie. All right, for sure, for sure. Y'all, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all hear that, right? We got time and everything. <laughs> But y'all, like I said, y'all, y'all go ahead out there, um, take everything she said, and just go out there and execute. Get it done. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after-school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form, and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now you guys have a good day. Back to the episode. You you have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.